In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Brothers and sisters, welcome. This is Pointing to the Saviour of the World with me, Patrick Tufu, on this 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. May the love of God the Father, the peace of His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with you all, your friends, your families, as we gather today to listen to the Word of God, to praise and worship God, and to pray for our brothers and sisters in need and for the dead. Let us begin by praying the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Pater Noster, quies in celis, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, this Sunday, the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, we are called to imitate Christ Jesus, our brother and saviour, the eternal high priest of the new covenant, who offered a perfect sacrifice of love to glorify his father. Jesus, in today's gospel, challenges us to overcome the enemies of love, self-preservation, pride, selfishness, and demonstrate our love for God by the love we offer to our brothers and sisters, our neighbour. This love might not take the form of crucifixion like with Christ, but may be a sincere smile, works of charity, attempts to reconcile with those we have fallen out with, being there for others when they need us, care for the sick and homeless, random acts of kindness, and so on. Let us pray today, my brothers and sisters, for the strength and grace to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength, and to love our neighbour as ourselves. Amen.
A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, "If you fear the Lord your God all the days of your life, and if you keep all His laws and commandments which I lay on you, you will have a long life, you and your son and your grandson." Listen then, Israel. Keep and observe what will make you prosper, and give you great increase, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, giving you a land where milk and honey flow. Listen, Israel. The Lord our God is the one Lord. You shall love. The Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, let these words I urge on you today be written on your heart. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. There used to be a great number of priests under the former covenant, because death put an end to each one of them. But this one, because he remains for ever, can never lose his priesthood. It follows then that his power to save is utterly certain, since he is living for ever to intercede for all who come to God through him. To suit us, the ideal high priest would have to be holy, innocent, and uncontaminated, beyond the influence of sinners. And raised up above the heavens, one who would not need to offer sacrifices every day, as the other high priests do, for their own sins and then for those of the people, because he has done this once and for all by offering himself. The law appoints high priests. Who are men subject to weakness, but the promise on oath, which came after the law, appointed the Son, who is made perfect for ever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.
Your words are spirit, Lord, and they are life. You have the message of eternal life. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory be to you, Lord. One of the scribes came up to Jesus and put a question to him. Which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, This is the first. Listen, Israel, the Lord our God is the one Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you must love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, Well spoken, master, what you have said is true, that he is one and there is no other, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This is far more important than any holocaust or sacrifice. Jesus, seeing how wisely he had spoken, said, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to question him anymore. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us reflect on the readings we've just heard with the help of the Trinity in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, the theme of today's Gospel reading and indeed all the readings of this 31st Sunday in ordinary time is the vocation of all Christians the vocation to love as Christians ordained religious married single children we are all called to this one single vocation love of God and love of our brothers and sisters around us, our neighbour. Ordained members of the church and religious are called to love God in the people they serve and minister to. Married people are called to love their partners and children if they have any. Children are called to love their parents or siblings if they have any, and so on. Love 
is at the very heart, the center of the Christian faith. The English language doesn't really do justice to the word love as it doesn't differentiate between the different forms of love as other languages do. For example, Greek, ancient Greek philosophy differentiates the main conceptual forms and distinct words for the modern English word love. They use words like storge, eros, philia, ludus, philoasia, pragma, xenia, mania and agape to describe the different kinds of love, if you will. Storge, for example, is familiar love, love between parents and their children and between siblings. Eros is romantic, intimate, sexual, passionate love. Philia is affectionate regard, friendship, love. Ludus is playful, uncommitted, flirtatious kind of love. Philoasia is healthy or unhealthy self-love. Pragma is practical, long-standing love founded on reason or duty and one's long-term interests. Xenia is often referred to as love in the hospitality sector, guest friendship or ritualized friendship, often in institutionalized relationships. Mania is jealous and obsessive love, often codependent. Agape, unconditional, unselfish, selfless, empathetic, compassionate, universal, charity, the love of God for man and of man for God. Brothers and sisters, Christian love is much more than practical, playful, affectionate, affectionate regard, guest-friendly, familial, romantic kind of love. It is not limited to feelings. It aims to ensure the good of the other. It is unconditional, unselfish, altruistic, selfless, empathetic, compassionate, universal. It is love of God and love of man. It is the love of God for man and the love of man for God and the love of man for man. What this love is not is, it's not blind, it is not selfish, it is not evil, it is it, it, it has no strings attached. It is not pain-free. It is not easy. It is not without challenges. Brothers and sisters, Christian love, what we saw above as agape, involves sacrifices. 
involves suffering and pain and even death as our brother and saviour Jesus demonstrated. If we are to be his followers, then we must be prepared to love as he did and to love how he wants us to love. Brothers and sisters, notice that in the gospel he says, you must love your neighbour as yourself. What is often overlooked in our Saviour's command is the assumption that before loving your neighbour, you have to love yourself first. Here, there is a degree of philosophia, self-love. Self-love is a prerequisite for the healthy loving of others because frankly speaking you cannot pour from an empty cup and as the old saying goes nemo dat quot non habit that is no one gives what he or she does not have more love of self equals more love to offer Christian martyrs and saints realised that Christian love isn't about being happy, isn't about being rich or beautiful or powerful or healthy or successful, but about making sacrifices and enduring suffering like Christ did. No, nothing and nobody can stop this, not even death. And why is it so? Because God is love. So whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Brothers and sisters, but how does this Christian love look like in real life, in our homes, in our communities, in our parishes, in our societies, in our world? Because frankly, Talk is cheap. Anyone can say, I love God. But if they don't show it in the way that they live with others, it's just fake. It's just mere words. Saint Albert the Great said, It is by the path of love, which is charity, that God draws near to man and man to God. But where charity is not found, God cannot dwell. If then we possess charity, we possess God, for God is charity. But what is charity? The Catechism of the Catholic Church defines charity as the theological virtue by which we love God above all things for his own sake and our neighbour as ourselves for the love of God. St. James says, faith without works is dead. The life of every Christian, my brothers and sisters, can be illustrated by the image of the cross. The cross, as we know, has a vertical and a horizontal beam. The horizontal beam represents love of God and the vertical love of neighbour. 
But which comes first? Jesus tells us today in the Shema that love of God comes first. But the horizontal beam cannot stand without the vertical beam. It's not, it is not a cross with just one beam. Though important, love of God, the horizontal beam, needs love of neighbor, the vertical beam, to give a complete image of the cross. If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. Whoever does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen, St. John tells us. Like the vertical beam located at the center of the cross, our love for our neighbor, help for the poor and the underprivileged, charity, kindness should be centered in God. For Jesus said, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, that you do unto me. For unless the Lord builds the house, in vain do its builders labor. For unless the Lord guards the city, in vain does the guard keep watch. Brothers and sisters, let us pray that the love of God may reign in our minds and hearts and souls. And may this love be manifested in our genuine love for our neighbour, especially in bearing fruits of peace, reconciliation, charity, kindness, cheerfulness, warmth. We pray that we may love and worship God in sincerity, truth, and faith. Amen. With humble spirits and contrite hearts, let us bring our prayers before the Lord. For the Church in her ministry to God's world, that she may be faithful to the example of Christ, seeking out the lost and drawing them into fellowship. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the world, formed and loved by God, disfigured by human greed, that evil may be thwarted, justice may flourish, and peace may reign. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all who work in public service, that they may serve the common good with honesty and integrity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray to God 
the creator and preserver of all life. For people of every race, tribe and tongue and people and nation who are in every kind of need. May God make his ways known upon earth and his saving power among all nations. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for God's children throughout the world, that God who guides and governs us by his Holy Spirit may lead all who profess and call themselves Christians into the way of truth, faith, peace and righteousness of life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those in need. We commend to God's fatherly goodness all who are anxious or distressed in mind or body. May they be comforted. May God relieve them in their need. Give them patience in their sufferings and bring good out of their troubles. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We pray for the faithful departed. We remember especially Nawang Cecilia Itangi, who died recently, and all our friends, colleagues, brothers and sisters who have died recently. May God hear us as we pray for them. May God grant them a share in his eternal kingdom. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. We pray for ourselves that we may love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind and with all our strength and our neighbour as ourselves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Let us bring our personal needs and desires to the Lord. We now ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray. God of infinite love and wisdom, we ask you to hear these our prayers. Continue to keep us faithful to Christ, that we may one day rise again with all the righteous. We, we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. My brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today. I wish you a peaceful and blessed celebrations of the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time. Amen. Amen.